Welcome, everyone. I'm so excited to tell you about this podcast. It's called The DK Project, but it's really The Darren Show. The DK Project is a radio show, but without the radio. So sit back, buckle up, and enjoy the ride. Let's go! Welcome back to The DK Project, episode 131, coming at you from eh, not-so-sunny Mountain, Minnesota. And uh, on the Zoom with us, we have got comedian. I mean, you got a whole list. Your business card is like eight by ten, eight and a half by eleven, eh? It's Kevin Neary. How are you, sir? Thanks, DK. How how are you today? All right, buddy. I am good, man. I am uh, living the dream, as they say. I guess I am in search of it, but you know, I don't know. Yeah, out. we have uh, we have something in common here in Pennsylvania compared to where you are in Minnesota right now. What's that? You got this. No, severe depression. Oh, cloudy <laughs> shit. I'm telling you, man. But you guys aren't locked down, are you? Uh, we're locked down, unemployed, and, uh, and and loving every minute of it. <laughs> we'll just wait till Uncle Biden gets in there. He'll fix all that. Uh, uh, that other voice that you're hearing is uh, Mr. Tony Kaz coming at us from the, uh, the great Northeast. And uh, we've got a... Uh, a, a, a trifecta show today with uh, with all the new ingredients and uh, got a bunch of different options we're going to work through and, and and see what sticks and make it a good time. That's what we're after. So these guys are joining us and um, trying on some new stuff. So I kind of like it. All right. So with that being said, we need to get right out of the gate. Breaking news. Do we have a weather report, Tony? Well, Darren, yes, we do. Here I am on the uh, the scene right here in uh, sunny northeast Pennsylvania. Holy cow, my camera. Uh, yes, I am on the scene in sunny northeast Pennsylvania, right where uh, it is colder than a witch's ta-ta. <laughs> yes, Darren. Are you standing uh, you in the storm yourself, now? How cold is it, Tony? And you may say to yourself, go ahead, you may say it. <laughs> How cold is it, Tony? Well, Darren, it is cold enough to freeze almost everything here in Northeast PA, uh, including my soul. Yes, including my soul. I just needed to let everyone know that in Northeast Pennsylvania, uh, not only is the crack house that right behind me here, uh, as you guys can happen to see, uh, also frozen over. Look at that crack house. Yeah, Yeah, it goes to show you that not only is hell frozen over, but... Northeast Pennsylvania has followed. So t- tell us this, Tony, from the scene, is the crack house froze up and there is no activity at the crack house? There is no activity at the crack house. There is no heat in the crack house, as you would probably assume. And, oh, uh, my. Yeah. This yeah, is breaking news. For a crack house, he wouldn't be able to afford a, uh, a grill. But he did. He did. I think he got it as a gift. So are we? So are we is, is it because they're spending all their money on crack? <laughs> uh, it could be a Kevin. That is exactly crack. it. As a matter of fact, is that like a? Is that like so? So if you're, uh, so if you're uh, a crackhead, uh, is that something where you maybe send a little gift over to your dealer? Like, hey, thanks for you all could. the good drugs you this could. year, just for the holidays too. And I mean, not only during the holidays, since it is almost Christmas, by the way. And, uh, yeah, Darren, I think it's, I think it works the same way with tenants do with their supers. You know, they give them a tip at the end. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, definitely. that's yeah. the ticket. Yeah. Same a medic. grill, yeah. a rake, 
Oh, uh, you know, whatever, whatever you may be paying for in your Christmas goodie bag. Emphasis on the hoe. So outside of the crack house shut down due to the cold, are people moving around? I mean, how many inches did you get? There are a plethora of inches there, Darren. Uh, I, I must say, uh, the, the lady across the street almost hit my car, which is fantastic. Uh, she that would be breaking news. Yeah, yeah. Wait, here I'll I'll happen to go over to this one too. <laughs> Boom! It looks like somebody already hit it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it did. Yep. No. Wait. She's backing up. Still. She's going. She's still going. Oh wait. There she goes. Okay. There she. Well, anyway, riveting right. <laughs> breaking news you from had the me location. On the edge of my seat there for. <laughs> it was uh, almost there. It was so close. At a time strung together. <laughs> so, how how much snow did you get? Well, Darren, uh, before I happen to run from these snowmen around here, uh, we are looking at a, uh, like I said, a plethora of inches. Uh, Look, it's a frozen tundra out here. Uh, The goodies are cold. And uh, I'm not used to this cold weather, brother. I hate it. Is this not normal for you guys? This is this is abnormal for us for northeast Pennsylvania. We haven't had a good snowstorm in probably four years. So does everything just shut down? What's happening? Everything's just shut down, brother. Set the scene. No cars. No nothing. Well, Darren, I can can kind of explain the attitude of a Pennsylvanian. This is what we do. Whenever whenever a lot of snow happens, we all gather around, shovel the snow, and then act like we're heroes, like we did something, like we defeated the snow. All right. I'm going to lead into a funny story, Darren. There I am, humping the snow over my shoulder with with my good old shovel. Yeah, and, uh, I'm going to town on it, and I see all my neighbors outside. Every single one of them, Darren. If you could look down that way, you can see. Oh wait, uh, if you who see shovels the crackheads' place? You'll see a bunch of people that uh, that did snow blow. They did snow blow in front of their house. Now you would think to yourself, Kevin, wow, look at that poor guy over there schlepping some snow. Tony, you sounded you sounded like Brian Williams getting off the plane in Afghanistan there for a second. And there I was <laughs> under fire. <laughs> <laughs> Missiles you, flying by the window. You would have thought, me, Kevin, you would have thought that they would have offered a good blow every once in a while. You know, the crew. Nothing. They gave you nothing. Not even an I got offer. nothing. I, I asked for a quick blow, you know, and they uh, they looked at me funny and I said, whoa, not in that way. Hey, now. Hey, whoa. So you had to shovel your own driveway? I had to shovel my own They thought driveway. you meant oral sex by that, right, Tony? That's probably true. Oh, <laughs> my. Those bastards. I the swear to God. The came out of his house. He was, he was draped in blankets. If <laughs> I like, had blow? a nickel for every time I got misinterpreted for oral sex when I said the word blow, I'd have about a dollar fifty right about now. So several yeah. times. How yeah. about yeah. who shovels the crackhead spot? Uh, nobody. He leaves it. Uh, he's a very derelict spot. So as so you did, can see wow. over my shoulder, yeah, nothing was done. Where does he and, park uh, his hoopty? Uh, he can't afford a hoopty. Oh, he's public transportation. He's public transportation uh, hoopty. And uh, that's got to be yeah. solid for your property value, huh? Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How long has the crackhead been there? Uh, crackheads been well we've owned this property for two years and uh, uh crackheads been there for two years uh more than more than longer than that but have you actually seen him smoking crack i haven't seen him smoking crack but someone did od in his house <laughs> uh with heroin that could have gone either way 
yeah, it was, yeah whatever. It happens all the, the time. Police, the police came. <laughs> police came and arrested him a couple of days later. Any shots fired? Uh, no shots fired. Uh, it was a uh, it was a quick uh, it was a quickie for them. They they just busted down the door, raided the place for uh, for drugs, which included heroin, crack, and pills. Ah, a buffet, if you will. Twas twas a buffet, my friend. <laughs> twas a buffet. Oh my God! Good luck selling that place. Yeah, that was like a buffet. Yeah, that was <clears throat> same buffet that the Rolling Stones go to. Well, look at that crack pills, heroin. Hey, We're here. Look right. how hey, look how old the Rolling Stones are, and they're still rocking. Oh, they're Something still to be see that, kids? Oh, man. Yeah. I'm not saying. I'm yeah. just saying. We this is where we this is where we insert the uh, uh, drug awareness PSA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, so uh, what is drugs the are deadly the unless your name week? is Keith Richards, basically, right? Yeah. What's that? Drugs can be deadly unless your name is Keith Richards, basically, right? Exactly. He's uh he's got the antivirus to uh the antivirus. He is to, the uh, coronavirus. I guarantee it. We're in the most deadliest year of, of mankind, and Keith Richards is still roaming around poking himself in every hole, taking every pill, smoking a cigarette, drinking some whiskey, like nothing's going on. How old is that? That should have been your first indicator that the What's that? How old is Keith Richards? He's uh, seventy-four we're years assuming, old. Well, we're assuming one hundred and seventy-four years old. <laughs> he's just—he's just, he's just been preserved. <laughs> <laughs> Have you he's ever seen the old pictures of um, of uh, what's his name, uh, Keanu Reeves? Have you? Have I what? There's a there's a film from the sixteen or seventeen hundreds of uh, a guy that looks like Keanu Reeves. No. No. Oh, you got to look it up. It's fantastic. They have uh, it's, it's, uh, crazy these pictures that went pictures. viral one day, Darren. There was the pictures that went viral of celebrities standing next to lookalike paintings of of uh, of historical uh, people from way back in the day. Oh, Somebody yeah. tried to prove that there was um, like a past life thing going on, which I always find really suspicious that uh, people's past lives are a lot better than their current present life. You know, uh, there is like, that. You, know, you, know, you, ever, you ever hear about somebody's past life where they're like, they're like, Oh my God, you know, I was a warrior in my past life and blah, blah, blah. And I killed this amount of soldiers. It's like, well, there, Paul sounds like you're just a piece of shit nowadays. So <laughs> hey, could you just top off my diet Coke there? I got to get going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I totally hear you, man. I, I think that of plastic. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. In this Very video nice. with Keanu Reeves, does he say via con Dios at all? Well, <laughs> does he say bra? It's not, a, it's not a video. It's a side by side picture with the portrait. And uh, Kevin, Kevin hit it right on the right on the head, man. It's a uh, fantastic lookalike. And uh, this guy, I guess, who was in the Wild West of some sort, um, looks identical, like spot on to Keanu Reeves. Well, and I would love to look it up, but the odds of me spelling Keanu right are really slim. K-E-A-N-U. Just like uh, just like it sounds, huh? Yeah. <laughs> just like it sounds, yeah. So there's yeah, a 15, apparently his, his there's parents a 15, were drug 30, addicts, so they didn't want to you know, take a lot of time to spell things themselves. It, 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 there's a 1530 and 1875. Yes. And then all of his current stuff. I would say that the 1530 looks pretty... That's spot on. And how old is Keanu Reeves? Keanu's, uh, man, he's right 50. around 50 now. I just had a guy in for a show who's on local TV. He looks like maybe 35, and he's not. 
he's 35 plus 20. And I'm like, wow. So I'm going to call him back. I got to get it. I got to see what he's doing to his skin. I mean, geez. Oh, yeah. It's just beautiful. Maybe he uh, doesn't leave his house because of the pandemic. Hey, Canoe is uh, 56 and he was born in Beirut, Lebanon. Lebanon. Huh. But he's a Canadian actor. Do the math. I don't know. It just works. Mm. So Canadians like to take credit for a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> they like to they like to uh either forget or admit that they have uh Justin Bieber on their team. That could well. go either way. That could go either way. Yeah. Yeah, they're I, like uh, you can have him but we still count him as Canadian. We don't want him. I uh although he's straightened himself out. He's a good kid now. Straight and narrow. So Kevin, how are you handling the storm? What are you doing? Uh, I'm I'm doing I'm doing fine, man. You know, I got I got stores that are surrounding me, like a gas station, grocery store. I, I'm I'm fine in walking distance of everything, so I'm perfectly fine. I just uh, I like to play a little game at night. Uh, it's sit there by my windowsill and watch people slip in the one patch of ice that wasn't salted by PennDOT, <laughs> and uh, you know lawsuit. Ooh, how about um, the hill, Kevin? The hill. Are you on the hill? hill? Yeah, when they try to get up towards the hill, there's this hill where I live, and uh, uh, stupidly, I mean, I guess it's for safety purposes, but if you're already on a roll when you're going uphill, you're going to want to continue that, even if the light is red. Well, people like to stop, then their wheels lock up, and they continue to go backwards. So far, a couple people have had uh, some problems with that. And it's right outside my window, so it's like pure entertainment. Oh, it's like a TV without having to pay for cable. I love it. Exactly. I mean, I just have the TV on for background noise. That way, if I'm talking to somebody on the phone, they don't think I'm some kind of homeless shud. Yeah, it's it's, uh, life Roku. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a Roku guy. I'm a Roku guy I don't mind it. Stay tuned for more after this word from our sponsors. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Tasty Whitey's Edible Holiday Underwear. If you're struggling to get that special someone the perfect gift, how about a delicious pair of edible undies? Available in many tasteful holiday flavors, including eggnog, wintergreen, peppermint, gingerbread, butter brittle. And for those of you not into Christmas, we have options for you as well, like gefilte mint, dreidel brown, flavors for every occasion and every season. For a limited time only, get free sprinkles and glitter with every purchase, which makes decorating edibles fun like it used to be. But wait, there's more. Order today, and we'll throw in a limited edition pair of our designer edible gloves. Nothing says Merry Christmas like a candy cane flavored pair of isotoners. Tasty Whitey's Edible Holiday Undies. Check them out on the web at tastywhitey'sediblejawers.com. Today's restaurant spotlight is Surfside Bar and Grill. During the pandemic and these crazy times, thanks Governor Walls, we need to support local. That's why today the DK Project is highlighting Surfside Barn Grill, located in Mound, Minnesota. They have a full menu of made-to-order delicacies. This place is top shelf, and I'm looking at their website. They are open from 4 to 8 p.m. Wednesday through Saturday for takeout and delivery. The delivery's uh, within three miles of the restaurant in a $30 minimum. So give them a call at 952-283-1136. Again, that's 952 952- 283-1136 and check them out on the web at surfsidebarandgrill.com Welcome back to the DK Project 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 Third Friday of December National Underdog Day recognizes America's loves its underdogs 
Oh, we do love our underdogs. Not as in the underdogs. This is why the Raiders too. and the, this is why the Raiders and the Chargers went to overtime last night. God, was that a shit show, huh? <laughs> Those that that was. Now it was interesting, but it wasn't a great game at all. No, no, it wasn't, at all. No. So, you know what it was? It was the referees decided, and I don't like to blame the referees. I don't really enjoy people that do, but man, oh man, when you're seeing it like left and right, uh, the referees were allowing the Chargers to uh, interfere with the wide receivers of the of the Raiders for a majority of the time, but the other way around wasn't happening. Uh, so John Gruden, I, and I, I hate giving John Gruden credit because the guy is. Uh, uh, more he's more talk than he is skill and you could tell because uh you could tell by his super bowl win he had the other team's playbook literally um who did he who did he win a super, super bowl. bowl with he won the super bowl with the uh with the tampa bay buccaneers but in that same year he was the coach for the raiders and midway through the season he became the coach for the tampa bay buccaneers so and he had to play against uh spoiler alert the Raiders, who he coached earlier that year. Coincidence? The same year. I don't think so. John Gruden. Interesting John stuff Gruden. right there. How, yeah. how, uh, how do you think the uh, football is going to shake out? Now, my Vikings are horseshit again this year. And we are looking to, uh, well, it's a rebuilding year. You know, we've got the most powerful you offense. Thing for the Vikings, and I really feel bad for Vikings fans because you guys had you guys had uh, three different options as far as quarterback, and you said you said goodbye to all three options, which was I think Case Keenum at the time, uh, which he was looking pretty good for you guys. Killer last all season, the last not, season is not us. bad, very serviceable, yep. very serviceable as quarterback. You had Sam Bradford, which he's always he's been always hurt, but still uh, he's got the intelligence of a quarterback. And I forget the. Um, I forget. Oh, Sam Teddy Bradford, Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater was number three. Yeah. He said goodbye to every single one of the options and said, hey, Robert Griffin III's afterthought. Yeah, we're talking to you, Kirk Cousins. You want money? <laughs> A lot of it. And they, he was like, are you sure? Are you sure? And they're like, yeah, absolutely. Get over here. We're going to give you money. Guaranteed money. So 30 way, million bucks a year. Out. Insane amount of money. Kirk, Cha-ching, Kirk, buddy. Cha-ching. Kirk Cousins is blamed for the standard of what NFL quarterbacks are paid for right now. Colin Kaepernick, his agent, has to use the Kirk Cousins example just for the – this is uh, actually uh, public legal documents. Use the Kirk Cousins example on what a player that only got into the playoffs one time and lost – is paid compared to what his client isn't allowed in the in the league anymore. But obviously, that has more uh, political implications about that than anything. Your coach is good. Zimmer Zimmer's a good coach. Yeah. Uh, Zimmer's a good coach. You got a great run game. You had a decent defense. I don't know what the hell mm-hmm. happened to that idea. Mm-hmm. Now you have a defensive-minded coach. So normally, defensive-minded coaches say to themselves, "I don't care who you give me on defense. My scheme, I could put anybody in my scheme, and right. they'll be good." I would agree. But I don't. Uh, oh, and Stefan Diggs, who I don't blame you guys for getting rid of. Okay, a, you guys got a, Justin Jefferson. He was a sleeper nah, of the draft, right there. Stefan Diggs. He was. He was great. Stefan Diggs was nice. Yeah, but he had the some big baggage, problem with Stefan Diggs. Hey, Stefan, how you feeling today? Oh, you know what? I I stubbed <laughs> my toe in the grass. So you know, I guess I'm. I guess I'm questionable today. They. Uh, oh, okay, you're questionable. Yeah. yeah, and then you're like, ah, he's just questionable over that. That's a bunch of crap. Yeah, he, he'll come back, no problem. And what happens? 
And what happens? Oh, he's, he's out for the whole game. Well, he yeah. used to piss and moan a lot if he didn't get enough throws to him and, like, really spoiled Brad syndrome on that cat. But we oh, got the yeah. walk-on, Adam Thiessen, who's killer. Yeah. No, and then we got um, that, uh, uh, what is it, Justin Jefferson or whatever? Top shelf. Now we just need a gunslinger. That Kirk Cousins is not the answer. I keep saying that. But... Justin Jefferson, man. Yeah, we have to keep him now. How are we going to keep him? He's going to be like, I want to go play for a real team. I want to win. So we're I want to be that agent who uh, who gets people like RG three and Kirk Cousins to uh, to to get them to multi uh, almost a billion dollar contract like multi million dollar contract and he gets up on the uh, into the boardroom and he's like hey I got a great guy for you he does great he has a great arm uh, he's good at everything he's but football <laughs> <laughs> we just got to work on a couple things <laughs> I would. I would honestly, um, I would honestly focus on the uh, who are these one-year chippers and not Cam Newton. I would, I, I'm a, I'm a big Cam Newton fan, but I'm not going to let my fandom of of Cam Newton block my logic of what his arm's been able to do, which is about four to six yards per play. Cam Newton has slowly turned into what Sam Bradford's last year is. Wasn't and, Sam uh, Bradford the cross still run, run with the ball? But what what I would suggest the Vikings do is just get rid of Kirk Cousins, or at least have somebody with a little bit more talent breathe down his back. We got nobody behind him because that sometimes kicks them into gear. Nobody behind him. Nobody's behind him. He had the worst game I ever. I think like multiple interceptions, and they left him in because we got nobody. All they got to do is take him out, and we'll have to have Justin uh, Jefferson uh, cover for him. Did you guys ever see that? Uh, 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 no, Chicago Bear game way back when, like 80-something, when all of their quarterbacks got hurt and Walter Payton had to take a couple snaps? I, I, yeah, oh, I, I remember watching. I, wasn't, that was a big I was day. still in God's pocket at the time there, Darren, but I, I watched the game on you were this what? Uh, wonderful technology we have on uh, the old ESPN, uh, or well, not old ESPN, but uh, old NFL films. Uh, but I have I do not, I know what you're talking about though. Yeah. Yeah. Walter Payton had to come in there for a couple was, snaps. And that and that's what we're gonna need. We're gonna need one of our maybe Delvin Cook can take a few snaps and, and make some magic happen. I don't know. We have all the pieces. Although I, I feel bad for you guys. Back. Are you you're Eagles fans, right? Oh god, no. No? What are you latching no, right I'm on? A, to I'm, a, I'm a Dolphins train? fan myself. You're what? I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. Why? Which uh, I liked uh, Dan Marino when he was a quarterback back in the '90s. That was my uh, that was my quarterback, and uh, saw him play some amazing games. And I uh, said to myself, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll be a Dolphins fan because uh, at the time the Eagles, who do they have? Randall Cunningham. Oh, big deal! You know, okay. have fun with Whitney Houston on an island. We had him. You know? uh, we had him uh, for a little while too. If we take all that used. Randall was up much. Shit. Randall was very refined when he was on the uh, the Vikings. You got him. You got him at a, as a, the Vikings got Randall Cunningham as a matured quarterback who didn't care to run the ball anymore because he physically couldn't, uh, which like was old. which was probably the better version. Yeah, he was older. Yeah, yeah, he was older. Not as old as Brett Favre was when he came to town. <laughs> What's that? that was that was a fun team to watch oh, though because man. you're like really Brett Favre really. Yeah, it was awesome. He was. Uh, Brett Favre was iconic, man. He, he's uh, he's the guy that could throw in and out of the pocket. He was uh, he had a long hammer, man. He he had the he had the 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 skill. He had all the skill to become a great court. Well, not that he wasn't a great quarterback uh, when he made his return. Of course, he was more washed up than ever. But 
Well, and I think that they, yeah, you know, now he's now he's pushing the wraparound magnets, copper for, so I can get my joints <laughs> moving again. Now. <laughs> him and that's, uh, that's got to be a great gig, man. That's oh, like yeah. Shaquille O'Neal doing the uh, the the back, not back knee stuff. The uh, oh, what is it? Icy hot. That's, that's like Keel. Alan Iverson selling healing crystals. It's all bull crap. <laughs> Voodoo. Voodoo. I um. I just saw the commercial with Brett Favre and Jerry Rice, and they're playing a little football in the park. And then they, when they're done, they walk away, and they're like, you think that was fair? And he goes, who cares, man? It was fun. <laughs> it's like, oh, great, Brett. That's Good job. One, that's the one argument I bring up with some people when they – it's not even like an argument. It's just a, uh, just a player. And Jerry Rice. If Jerry Rice is on your team and you have Joe Montana, right? You have Joe Montana. He's a great quarterback, probably one of the best to ever play. But if another quarterback comes in there, Steve Young does the same thing with Jerry Rice. Are these two great quarterbacks we're looking at or just one really great wide receiver? I've never been a big uh, – who was the second guy? Steve Young. See, I've never been a Steve Young guy. Joe Montana is a legend. Steve Young was like, you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like the follow-up, you know, like um, that asshole in Green Bay right now. He's kind of the follow-up to Brett Favre. You know, Aaron Rodgers and Steve uh, Young have a lot in common. They're both mobile quarterbacks, one Super Bowl. They're probably at the same kind of Hall of Fame level that they should be in. So it's funny that you bring up that uh, that Aaron Rodgers there because they're typically the, the same type of quarterback. Well, and I, I I bring it up because that's exactly the problem with the Vikings is they don't have we got nobody in the bullpen. We got nobody where we're, uh, Aaron Rodgers worked underneath. Far forever, and and Steve Young worked under Joe Montana forever. So then they were ready to take flight, and they just dominated. We're we don't have that. We don't have that at all. But it would be it would be uh, yeah it would be nice. I mean you know it, you could be you could be in a worse situation. You could be a Lions fan. There's no excuse for that. Well, I could be a New England Patriots fan this year. They're kind of sucking hog. They, yeah, uh, they had so many years. They had so many years of success that the fans are just taken off this year. They're like, eh, it's, it's COVID. Bad, Don't blame it on COVID. They won't even. They won't even call it anything. That's probably true. What about uh, what about the uh, the? Uh, I just had this uh, sports guy in uh, on the podcast, and he's because he gets to go to the games, and he's like, it is so quiet in those stadiums that you you don't have mm-hmm. to mic up the players. You can hear everything they say. It would be such a different dynamic to. You know, almost like you're, you're you're watching a practice or something. Like, there's just it's so weird with no fans, and then that fake music they pipe in. Come on, or not music, but fan noise. Um, oh then you yeah, see, yeah. I watched the Florida State game last weekend, and they were at like seventy five percent capacity. And then you watch uh, the Tampa Bay game because we played Tampa Bay, and they were at probably fifty percent capacity. Our yep. governor won't allow anyone in that stadium unless you have press credentials or equipment to put on to play. And I just think it's such a bunch of hoo-ha right now. You know, it, it, you see, I said, I said most of the public think that thinks that I don't want to like spread any kind of uh, propaganda at all, but I think a lot of the public compare it to other negative situations yeah, that, they wish would, that they wish would have a sort of uh, that they wish would have had the same kind of a, a critical criteria that COVID-19 has had. You know, like if only we treated a homelessness and hungerness the same way that we're treating a disease that's microscopic in the air, you know, uh, uh, sort of uh, uh, and to, to, to the same way where we lock everybody down and say, hold on, everybody. We have people that don't have health care. We're going to lock everybody down and find out if they actually 
you know, if we can actually give them health care. So we're going to shut everything down and make sure that one after the one after another has health care and a house and the food on the table. You know, like so I think the mass public is more concerned that the government doesn't use this kind of power on things that would provide people their basic needs that haven't well, that, that have been solved before. It's coming. Kevin, Kevin, my crackhead neighbor would be loving this right now if uh, if he weren't locked up in jail. Well, I mean, your crackhead neighbor is trying to kill himself with drugs because his reality is so sad, unfortunately. Here yeah. on the DK but- Project, <laughs> we don't like to make assumptions. We don't know that. He may have other reasons for his Darren, chemical-based Darren, life. This, uh, my particular crackhead neighbor used to get the water from outside the rain spigot from his house because he couldn't afford the water bill. <laughs> that is inventive, though. Man, I you bet know, it that, smells that is, cheery that is really in going house. Hmm. Hmm. He's probably happy to be what? in jail rather than staying in that shithole. <laughs> I mean, really. Oh, my God, I can shower. Yay! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get to shower every day? Get the hell out of here. What are they? Well, I'm sure they can get some crack in prison. Um, so uh, with that being said, what happens uh, to your... Well, the Dolphins are actually doing okay this year, right? We're not doing we're not doing terrible. Uh, we haven't, mind you, Darren. We play the Jets twice. That's already two wins. You know, I th- I think honestly, aren't the Jets like the Lions? I mean, they've now I think like zero and eleven or something. I would I would find them if I was the NFL because they're going into intentional tank mode. Uh, Greg Williams, their defensive coordinator, got fired for calling a blitz play that worked. Uh, so I'm, I'm not even joking. That's, that was, it was widely reported where, you know, they're like, Hey, Greg Williams, if you call this blitz play that you're pretty sure is going to work, you're fired. He called it anyways. You're talking to Mr. You're talking to a guy that has a contract. Do you think he cares about taking off a couple extra weeks? They, He's um, going to get the money. Well, it's, it's, it's the race for Trevor Lawrence at this point. I mean, we'd love to have him. I mean, but we're not, oh we're not man, gonna, Trev- if he Trevor comes out, Lawrence, you know, Trevor, La- Trevor Lawrence looks like Johnny Lawrence's uh, uh, son from Karate Kid, the Karate Kid movies, you know, long blonde hair, big nose. Backs go to die. Have you have now? Wait a minute. Have you looked at that piece of shit? The Cobra Kai series? I guess I I guess I showed my hand before I brought the question up, but I watched the first season. Yeah. Have you, have you seen it? Oh, yeah. I have seen I have seen the first season. I I liked it. It was likable. It was totally watchable. Stop it was the only good thing that YouTube had going. Stop that- after the first season. It is bad. It is bad. I uh, I, I started watching the second, and it's so bad that Ralph Macchio, uh, he's never done anything of any value except the Karate Kid. But <laughs> but I well, think- he was in uh, My Cousin Vinny. Uh, yes. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, but that. But without without uh, Joe Pesci and that. But no, I, Darren, I, I see what you're saying. Like it, uh, anyone could have played that role in My Cousin Vinny. You exactly. could throw anybody in there. You Did could you, throw um, Tony Danza's brother, who doesn't really speak so well, in there. I don't even know if Tony Danza has a brother, but no, I get what you're saying. So, uh, so you throw anybody in there, and you know, like I don't know Joe Pesci. Or, uh, you know. They yeah. did. Uh, um. They did. Uh, uh, so, so, so something about Machio's always kind of bugged me and I can't figure out what it is. So while I'm watching this karate kid redo the Cobra Kai shit, 
that that the one the one sensei is is doing uh quicken commercials it's just sick <laughs> but, uh, if you yeah. take a look at a side by side of ralph macchio and a normal person he has absolutely no definition to his body he is he, he is the easiest person to fit into a coffin there ever was he is a is direct rectangle <laughs> not that i'm saying anything he sits on the couch and uh binge and binges himself <laughs> why well, he's just it's the weirdest figure what the hell the weirdest build you've ever seen somebody didn't mute their phone uh-oh that's me what'd you do darren way to go no 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 no, no. that's uh that's uh another guy i do a show with uh <clears throat> so pulling <laughs> pulling up the uh the newswire today we like to get to a little local news as we wrap up the show uh, from Grand Haven, Michigan. Nice area near the lake, I think. Uh, a man who sued his parents for getting rid of his porn stash. Uh, Western Michigan, and he's seeking compensation. I love that guy. Jo- oh. they, they, they got a judge involved in everything. He's looking for at least $29,000. $29,000. Yeah. Twenty grand. Yeah. No, 30 grand. 30 grand. Oh, even better. 29,000. There is no question that the destroyed property was David's property. All right. The defendant repeatedly admitted that they destroyed the property. So, so, so the parents are admitting to saying, Hey, we got rid of it. So, Oh yeah. Are they liable? I mean, like what could possibly happen in this scenario? Darren, I'm going to sum up this story for you in, in, uh, in in about, uh, let's say under 10 words, the guy was a loser. His wife noted that he was a loser. <laughs> loser moves in with parents. Loser sues parents in order to get money so that he can move away to become a big. So he said, so, well, we also signed for the show. Uh, so he was a, so he was a, I was counting more than 10 words there. That's what I'm trying to do. He's like, let me sum this up in 10 words. Hey, the guy was in the here. We had a book written. He was just, uh, he was just out in the cold. He's not thinking straight. Uh, I can't feel my hands. So oh, man, that's, he left the house, moved out oh, yeah. and yeah. had a gal and then he moved back in. Yeah. And that, so did the porn collection come with the, Move back in, or was it there well, on the move out? Getting a divorce. That's what it was. He got a divorce. Oh. He he had to move all of his stuff into his mom and dad's house. They they held it for him, and that now see that's where the 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 slippery little eel gets and wiggles its way into the story because technically, once you already accept someone else's property, said property is now your problem. So, dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. Perry Mason. <laughs> really? He sued his parents because they threw it out and they had told, if you actually read towards the bottom of the story, they actually tell you the mom got up on the, I guess, some sort of press release and said, I just wanted him to grow up. He was such a loser. <laughs> wow. Thanks, he mom. He was going nowhere. He was going nowhere, Darren. They, uh, they, they, uh, obviously what a, does, I don't know. I don't know. That's taking it a little too far. I mean, made, made national news. Scumbag 
sues his parents because they threw out. And this is the thing. Do you think it's a gimmick? $30,000 worth of porn, dude. And then even in the, in that's the a article. Sol- actually, let's give credit where credit's due. That's a solid collection. I that's mean, a solid collection. The, now, now, Darren, who the hell is appraising this porn? That's what I want to know. Like, he gets an appraiser over, like, get over here. I need what I'm talking about. You're, just, hey, just, you're talking to an appraiser. And the value there it is, there is it in is. the eye of the beholder. <laughs> now, let's right. say even at a five or ten DVD, five or ten dollar DVD, you know, per per his collection, that's even at a. Oh boy, here we go with math. Six. He had to have at least six thousand DVDs, right? <laughs> but not only six thousand DVDs, it also says toys. In the article as well, some oh, ups, some rideables. Right. Those will run you some extra bucks right there. <laughs> oh yeah, from uh, from from butt plugs to what we were talking about uh, yesterday, double sided oh, dildos. Oh, I mean, yeah. you got a whole bunch of stuff: cock cock cages, choke <laughs> chains, all sorts of stuff. As wild as your imagination can go on porn toys, this guy probably had four of them or plus. Okay, that's how you're getting. I say you get run into the thirty grand category. So we're fast-forwarding. catch my drift. We're we're fast-forwarding, and it's not a COVID. Say it's not a COVID year. What does it look like around the Thanksgiving table or around the, th- the Christmas table where you're like? Fucking Johnny, suit us for that Darren, porn thing. This is thing. the kind of place. Is, is it at his house or is it at the parents' house? Because <laughs> I would think that at his house, they would all be wearing leather masks right now. <laughs> do you think do you th- he really can't go back to their house? Like, no. What, once you go <laughs> you out with that, that uh, follow, yeah. you're done. There's <laughs> yeah, you have to be that. You have to be that. Uh, you have to be that stepdad. Uh, uh, you know, you have to give him that stepdad talk. Like me and your mother are inviting you to Thanksgiving uh, dinner. We'd appreciate it if you don't bring one of your blow up towels and that you smell like something besides Vaseline this time. <laughs> um, and you're sitting over I there. Can, I can see him. I can Just see him bring yourself answering the door. <laughs> Kevin, I can see him in particular answering answering the door with nipple rings, edible underwear, and a black zipper mask. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like, you can't control me, Hal. (laughs) Gotta be a stepdad name, like Hal. You don't know shit. Yeah, he's a Hal or a Tom. (laughs) I don't know, I don't know. On to the the next story. Illegal illegal winery busted at Alabama's Alabama Town Sewage Plant. Did you see that one? So, uh, Rainsville, Alabama. Sheriff officials say that they busted an illegal winery that was operating at a municipal sewage plant in a small North Alabama town. Talk about some Only in Alabama. Oh, thank you, Alabama, for being such a terrible, terrible state. Roll Tide. I, um... Darren, talk about some shitty wine like that. Hey, now. This, this smells <laughs> like shit a little bit. Yeah, it's a special for... You know, there's that, speaking of which, there's... Besides a, the shit... Yeah, besides the shit days, it's really good. They, uh... uh uh, the agency seized a lot of illegal alcohol and they're expecting uh, arrest. The town of 5,100 people is a hundred miles North of Birmingham. The, re- the, 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 the shit smell obviously here is a sewage problem. I have a, there's a restaurant near me that's called whatever. I don't even want to bring it up, but I've eaten there twice and both times it's all that fucking farm to table, natural shit, you know, whatever, healthy, organic, and both times I've eaten there, I left going, it smells like fucking manure in there. Like it stinks like shit. And there's nobody in there. So it's not like someone just came out of the can and, 
you know, after rocking the can and comes out and it smells, it was like, I think they might be like fertilizing the food in manure and they're not cleaning it off before they bring it to the restaurant. So I'm not going back. I'm not going back. I'm not, I, you know, but what if this is, what if this is really good wine? Like, what if it's like, oh my God, that sewage really brings out the, the tannins in, in the, in the flavors, you know, like, I mean, do you keep going? Like once, well, once they've it, discovered it subtle, notes, subtle well, notes of nut. Yeah. You can, you can taste the dirt, <laughs> but oh, that yeah. sewage flavor. So <laughs> fantastic. But once you, once you've fallen in love with it and then you find the proverbial turd in the bucket, do, do, <laughs> Do you keep, do you keep like, oh, it's only a $9 bottle, man. It's really good. I get really jacked up on it and this is good. Yeah. You have to let the wine breathe. It's just one soft fart noise. Like <laughs> is that what happens? that's what happens when you pull the plug on the, the cork, you get a little gassy noise. It definitely uh, would spark some lawsuits. I would think in this day and age, you, you're not getting away with that. That is not cool. You would, you could get away with that when it comes to beer. But not wine, right? Oh, oh the, yeah. You get the uh, the wine crowd out there. A little more high society, you know what I mean? Yeah. What about uh? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I get it. Boxes have to be, the box of wine they buy has has to be biodegradable. You know. <laughs> yeah. I get that. You open up the bucket and it's box like of wine, you psycho. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I I don't drink wine, so I I, I don't, and it's only because I don't want to risk this type of situation coming up, because you know there's underground wineries where they're where they're running sewage plants and and they're bottling wine. It happens all the time. I, I just can't take the risk. Sticking to sticking to black market wine dealers coming from Alabama. Yeah, <laughs> some of the good <laughs> shit. All right, they're boys. out there. We, we got to wrap this up. We uh, we've gone the uh, we've gone the gamut from football to winery to sewage to uh, illegal porn collections. After we started off, yeah, the- weather, porn. I mean, you know, it's a full <laughs> newscast, baby. Everything you need right here. Tony's already lost interest. <laughs> we've hit a new level on the DK project today. <laughs> this wine stinks. Hey. Uh, we uh we gotta we're gonna have to circle back uh for some weather updates to make sure that you guys survive uh because that nor'easter if you will uh devastating devastating oh it's, it's crazy but we're gonna thank uh Kevin Neary comedian what else you do list off some of your jobs oh God I I, I server I, I serve uh, serve tables uh, uh comedy acting. Uh, options trading, uh, rare Everything. paper money appraiser. As yeah, far as uh, went entrepreneur, entrepreneur. Those are your wine drinkers. I don't. No, I, I, I wore a lot. I wore a lot of different hats. You know, the, I only feel bad for my tax guy, where he's just like, oh my god, you cannot write this off. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's the right thing to say when you're on the show. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Mr. Tony Cruz, as always. I'm going to be on the boys' show next week. Uh, uh, this coming Monday. Yeah, we record at some ungodly hour. We do way past my bedtime, so I'll have to uh, I'll have to do hair and makeup earlier in the day so that I can look this amazing on your show. Um, you are a dapper individual, Darren. I don't have my. I took my hat off. I look. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going. I didn't the- want to say that you look like shit, but I, you know. 
Is that a is that a callback to the winery? <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, we got to wrap this up. I thank you so much for the time. Everyone, tune into the next episode of the DK Project, where you never know what's going to happen or where we're going to be. So, thanks for tuning in. Thanks, guys. That's it. That's the end. That's a wrap. Read the shtick. That's a wrap for today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and tell all your friends. If you'd like to reach out, you can use the studio line at 612-504-6500 or by email, thedkprojectpodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, there's always social media at the DK Project Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.